You're with Pete, Matt and Kimber for Elite Pool Covers. Saving you water today for tomorrow. Next 94.5. Hi, fam. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, oh, hey. Um, Mo dogs, mo problems. Dog. Man. It's hard work, isn't it? Yeah. It was the only relief was being at the dog park with other people who clearly had no control. So one, I didn't. this isn't coming up, so I'm not giving anything away here. Mm. Mm. But one of the bits I didn't tell you about was one of the other big dogs stole Florence's ball. Oh, no. And the people had the dog on the ground... Too afraid to put their hand in its mouth to get the ball. <laughs> and I just went, you know what? Keep it. I'm out. We don't need a ball. Anyway, we'll find another. There's more. Uh, um, crazy coincidences. Oh, there were some crazy coincidences. Oh, yes. They're really bizarre when they happen. When yeah. you're like, oh, I know you. How do I know you? From here, here, here. It's yeah. bizarre. I really enjoy hearing those. Because I'm a firm believer of the universe puts you in the right place at the right time occasionally. Yes. And I think, I think those crazy coincidences are a bit of that. That's why you should stop saying your ex's name. Because, like, if you mention them, they just appear. Really? Yeah, just let it go. Just really? let it go. Don't summon them back. Hang just on. don't even put it out there. Jess, Sarah. Don't put it out there. You'll regret <laughs> this because then you'll I run Jess, into them. Sarah? You'll go, what a coincidence. And I'll go, no, secretly Wasn't you manifested that through the universe. Tallulah. Have you ever done this? I'm sure you have. Like, you'll think of a song and it comes on the radio. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. freaky. Yeah, yeah real see? freaky. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Alessa. Uh, we have a chat about your trip to the toilet, which is oh, fun. It wasn't a solo trip either, no. was it? No. I saw some gross things in there, though. Like at Rami, the producer. <laughs> no, Rami was delightful. Uh, just kidding, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that it, it, we kicked off our time <laughs> in the toilet clocks. together when Rami said, hey. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, okay. We'll cut that out. Yep. When Dirty boy. Things really picked up when we um, first entered the room and we were there for just a moment and Rami turned to me and went, hey, see this liquid on the floor? Do you reckon it's water or pee? And I was like, oh, we're in for a real treat. And then you said you wish you wore your good shoes. I said, your, I your, wish your I hadn't worn shoes. my good shoes. I wish I'd worn crappier shoes. Oh, no, you don't wear no. good shoes to a no. festival. I know, no. what an idiot. You wear shoes, you go to Target, you buy something for four bucks, <laughs> and you bin them on the way out. <laughs> or so you true. wear no shoes at all and make sure you put one of those Japanese things on your feet that, that night to get rid of all of mm. the toxins. And a little yeah. tetanus shot on the a way home. A little tetanus shot. Can I just say, just very quickly, I forgot to mention this on the air this morning. Mm. Um, there, when I was in the toilet, I did notice at one stage one of the guys at the urinal yeah. with his pants down below, like around his ankles. Oh, yeah. no. Grown men don't do that, do they? I think that's very unusual when Look, that happens. Uh, yes. It's not right. I mean, it could be for other like medical reasons I, that <laughs> need to, you know, need to get the pants all the way down to access I don't know what. I'm just saying. Or sure. guys a loser. <laughs> or, he, or he was completely off. He had yeah, one too many apple juices. Right, yeah. fair enough, yeah. So many different reasons. So many different reasons. And that's why you've got to be careful. In so this I gave life. him a hand, yeah. You do. I bet you did. <laughs> um, this is turning into a leftover. <laughs> it is turning into a leftover. Get so out. Get out. Up. Save it for later in the week. Here's the podcast. Um, Enjoy. No, no, Mixed Brigade. Hang on, hang we on, we hang kicked on. off Mixed Brigade as well. Yeah. All right, okay. Now here's the podcast. Enjoy. Pete, Matt and Kimber. Hey, uh, can we just say, for the first time this week, welcome to Mix 94.5 Fire Brigade, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Mix Brigade is officially on. So this week, every morning from 8 o'clock, you're going to be hearing 
uh, what happened when we went out to DFES for a couple of days of pretty incredible things. Yeah. Oh, lots going on out there. Basically, all this week after 8 o'clock, I'm going to be speaking in that voice. Amazing. Because fire is a temptress. Is that, is that, is that <laughs> why you dangerous. shaved your moustache yeah, the way that you yeah, have? Yeah. Candle bar? <laughs> um, so DFES is going to open its expressions of interest to become a firefighter on Monday, November 14th. So that's next Monday. Big recruitment drive happening, and they definitely need you. Mm. Um, and I'll tell you what, we've got some things to play you. So they, they put us through everything. Yeah, it was a real eye-opener. Mm. Um, so we went out to DFES, had a bit of a look. And we came upon a shipping container where they got us inside this place and then lit a fire. Take a listen to this. So everything in here is black and charred. And, like, it actually feels like we're standing inside a pizza oven. Um, mm, it yeah. feels like there's too much petrol in here for yeah, pizza. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the, the way the fire works, obviously the smoke goes up. We're going to set that on fire and we're going to watch it grow. Eventually we'll get flames rolling across over our heads over here. So down here... It's only 50-odd degrees where we're sitting. Up here, it'll be 800 degrees. The difference between 50 degrees and 800 degrees is literally a metre and a half. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, this is not a big space. That is crazy. We're in a 40-foot shipping container. Mm. That's crazy. We're sort of going to play with the fire. We're going to look at it and all the rest of it. And then eventually, once we've all had a bit of enough of that, we're all going to come back here. And you, you guys and girls are going to get the branch in your hand, the nozzle, and you're just going to blast away in here uh, like a bunch of amateurs, and you're going to put the fire out. <laughs> We got to use the fire hose. We did. Yeah, it was pretty time. amazing. But yeah. what was it like inside that shipping container? That line, that and it literally was a line between the 50 degrees and, and 800 where we saw where the smoke was gathering up top, all the toxic stuff in the heat. Yeah. And, and that's a controlled a space. A controlled burn. And oh. it really struck home to me that so many people know that you need to stay low but then make the fatal mistake of standing up to like get out the door or yeah. whatever. Yep. And it only takes a, you know, a moment. And you've gone up. So dangerous. Yeah. Um, that's why we were wearing all of our protective yeah. gear. Yeah. So we've got our breathing apparatuses on and we're going into a simulated uh, room fire, house fire situation. And clearly uh, they take this very seriously because there's lots of toxic smoke and bad stuff. So we are very well protected and we're breathing easy at the moment. Hey Pete. Yeah. I am your father. Oh, okay. That explains a lot actually. That wasn't All us vaping, stuff. by the way. That was you know, no, it wasn't. No, no, serious. No. Uh, but the gear weighs a ton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was heavy. It now was you, a lot of work to now carry Now you can understand it. why all firefighters are ripped. Oh, and they yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're all ripped. <laughs> yeah, so ripped. And it's quite confronting, of course, that, that breathing apparatus, because, you you know, you literally have to suck have in to the suck air for it air. to release yeah. it. And, uh, you know, if you don't do that, then initially it was a little bit frightening. <laughs> Officer Greg Henry from DFES was the one that was with us that oh, yeah. day. Um, so listen, just quickly, we've got so much more from that visit uh, that we'd love for you to check out. We're going to be doing this every morning from eight o'clock and just playing you bits and pieces of the stuff that we got up to. Um, but if you want to check out the Mix 94.5 socials, the footage of the fire is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I want to hear about crazy coincidences this morning, okay. like proper crazy coincidences. Mm -hmm. Um, five weeks and counting until our family is booted out of our house. Yeah. Yep. Put the house in the market, I'm... sold it, and now you have been looking for somewhere to go for months. Ah, you still got five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Five people plus a dog in the most horrendous rental market we've ever seen oh, in Perth. Mate. Um, for us, we're looking for something incredibly specific in a home, which makes it really hard, right? So add to that a pet, and 90% of rentals are saying, no pets! Yeah. Um, which has shortened our options down to just one home in our local area. Really? I'm not even joking. One home. Oh. Um, and I've put my application in on a Wednesday. And then I followed up the application because I'm incredibly desperate. And I spoke to a woman by the name of Lisa, right? And we are hedging our bets on this one particular home. Now, cut to Saturday night. I'm at a wedding. Mm -hmm. Up comes Kim and introduces herself. She was just lovely. We are just chatting away. And in tow is a woman by the name of Lisa, who, as it turns out, is the Lisa <laughs> from Sample Property Group, who I spoke to earlier that week, and my mind just did this. You got Perth. <laughs> Perth's so small. It's so small. Sorry, this is about the length of time it took me to get my together. Yeah. yeah. We joke about it, though, where you'd go overseas and you would say to people, and they'd go, oh, I've got a friend in Perth. Yeah. Do you know yeah. them? And you'd laugh, and then they would say the name, and you'd be like, oh, damn it, I do. Yeah. Right. I do I mean, know them. And seriously, like of all the people at all the weddings in all the weekends from all the weeks, yeah. right? Like just that an time. absolutely crazy coincidence. Now, this isn't even- I feel bad now. She's going to feel really bad when she doesn't give you the house. Don't say that, Kim. <laughs> you shush. You shush your mouth. I'll do anything. Um, I mean, I want you to have a home, but Thanks, I'm mate. also thinking of the content we would get from you guys not getting one. Oh, I can't wait for that three-story cardboard. If you're yeah. driving past Pete and his family Ooh. on Raleigh Road, give oh, him a wave. Um, hey, Kara, the producer, this is crazy, right? So Kara, the producer, told us a story that's even crazier than mine. Go ahead, Go mate. Go on, Kara. Yeah, so mum and dad were in an elevator in Singapore uh, and just got chatting with these two random people. Uh, and they were basically saying, oh, you know, where are you from? And they said, oh, you know, WA, whereabouts in WA? Oh, down south. Oh, down south, yeah, same town, same suburb within that town, same street. They lived on the same street as my mum. Whoa! <laughs> wow. And yet they didn't know them. Didn't know them. But same street. Crazy coincidences. Crazy. Jacinda, tell us about your crazy coincidence. Um, I was travelling in South America and meeting up with some friends. They were in Bolivia. I was in Argentina. Um, it's before the days of smartphones and they're sitting in the internet room. And the, the girls <laughs> next to them at the, um, at the computer have looked over at their screen. That we're talking online and they've gone, I went to high school with that girl. Oh. <laughs> so there's, my, there's my high school mates and my mates did in the same... Um, yeah, in the same hostel in Bolivia. How oh, weird. that's cool. It's a crazy, crazy coincidence. A time before smartphones and clearly a time before children. <laughs> Paula in Bindoon, what's your crazy coincidence? Um, yeah, I was signing up for Greenpeace in Joondalup and when I filled in the form, the guy that was I was talking to asked um, where I was from and I said Carlisle in England and he said, do you know Scott Devine? He said, he's my brother's best friend and I said, yeah, he's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he'd met my grandma, my dad when he was over there on holiday, oh. spent every week at my uncle's house and yeah, I had no idea. Family. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Strangers are just a friend you haven't met yet. That's right. Uh, Nathan in Forestfield, tell us about your crazy coincidence. Yeah, mate, I was years and years ago, I was at the uh, Perth Convention Exhibition Centre and we were there with my kids and my first wife, actually, um, watching the Wiggles concert, I believe. And a little boy in front of me 
um, stood up on his chair and the, the chair went back and he got jammed in the seat. Oh. And, yeah, the mum was getting quite distraught. His leg was stuck in the seat. Yeah. And I managed to free him after about five or ten minutes. Um, and the show went on and then he did it again. Oh. So got him out a second time and by then um, the mother had had enough and she took him home. Years and years later, I was with my second wife uh, and one of her best friends, and I was retelling the story, and lo and behold, it was my second wife's best friend and her son. Oh, oh what? Wow. What? So that was pretty crazy. Wow. The knight in shining armour. Oh, Twice. Nathan. How Gee, bizarre. That's nuts, isn't it? Oh, I love a coincidence. I, I love I that, but, but how angry would Nathan, not angry, but Nathan would have felt when this, the kid did it again. Like, come on, mate. <laughs> You're supposed to learn these lessons. Pete, Matt and Kimber. R&B hey? Fridays. Fridays live on the weekend. Yep. Had a great time. Saw some awesome acts. Really enjoyed myself. Um, as with all good music festivals, when you put 16,000 people in an area together, it turns out the eight bathroom stalls aren't enough. Oh, really? Oh, yes. They're not enough. Obviously, lots of bathrooms scattered around the place, but it's just for the women. Yes, it's usually for the girls. <sighs> Can the I just line, say, that's a bit line. foolish. Are you just oh. going to scatter it with songs, What's aren't it? you? Ashanti was there. Ashanti, Ashanti Sorry, in Ashanti. her hot pink suit. Yeah. Good, Dang. Hey. Dang. I mean, with that many Dang. people needing the toilet, you don't want to be chasing waterfalls. No, you're you? right. Yeah. Um, Damn it, I wish I had that one there. It, it was, look, it was tough, no, but no, I, I was no. like, I got it, I got it. a few of us went, let's all go to the bathroom together. Yeah, okay. We said, yeah. why don't we be smart about it? We'll go when there's an act on. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Right? Because mm, yeah. then mm-hmm. there won't be as long a line. Mm-hmm. Anyway, turns out the line was enormous. Now, a group of us went. I wasn't ready to go to the bathroom, but I thought, probably by the time I get down there, probably will. And then... Producer it's Rami. Like you're seven. <laughs> you, do, you go I, to the toilet now in case you need I to know. later. And look, I don't want to say that I was swayed by Producer Rami, but let's just say his ongoing support for me kept us in this situation together. Oh, good on you. In that we started to notice a lot of women going into the men's bathroom. Oh, yeah. Now, right. I've never lined up in the men's bathroom before. I've never done that, but um, producer Rami was like, look, there's a bunch of girls in there. Everyone's doing it. We'll just go in. Fair enough. Now, the men, very gracious. Mm-hmm. I was very much, I was saying to everyone, thank you very much for sharing your space. I'm keeping my eyes right over here. I'm not, I'm, everyone just stay in here quietly. Hold, there was about 15 or 15 of us or so lined up in there, super quiet, just minding our business going, you guys just pee on that wall and we'll just keep okay. all looking <laughs> our eyes in this direction. And producer Rami you, stayed When you were me. standing next to a bloke, you do know don't make eye contact yeah. or that yeah. sort of thing. I wasn't at the urinal. <laughs> oh, okay, right, right. We were lining up for the two stalls. Cubicles, yeah. The two cubicles. Producer Rami stayed with me the entire time. Bless him. And then I was one cubicle away from going in and security stormed the toilet. Oh, <laughs> we all got kicked out. Now, rightfully so. Now, a lot of the women were screaming because a bunch of women came in afterwards and they were squawking and being very loud and drawing a lot of attention to us, which was not great. Okay. And then they were very unhappy going, we should be able to use it. And I was like, no, 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 to be fair, we wouldn't want the men just crashing our bathrooms. They were being very generous. We were trying to get away with it and we, we didn't. Yeah. So then I said, well, I guess we got to go back in the other line and stood back in the outside line again and producer Rami stayed with me the oh, whole time. Producer good Rami. And the line well wasn't moving. Like, we left in daylight, and when we got back, we'd missed Craig David. Oh, like, you, ju- you missed this? We came back at night time. 
And it was the funniest thing about it, though, is that we've been in this toilet line for so long. We're watching multiple women. They put security on the door and we watched them all getting turned away. It was like <laughs> turning up to a hot nightclub and all anyone was trying to do was get into the men's toilet. <laughs> and then right as I'm about to finally go into the toilet, one of the women behind me in the line is like, excuse me, are you Kimba? <laughs> and I was like, I never get recognised anywhere, but I got recognised in the toilet line. At Friday's Live. That's when you just, know you've made it. Yeah, just after I've been kicked out of the men's. <laughs> just What a saga. It was uh-huh. a great... The producer, Rami, he did not have to stay with me. He was with me for a whole hour, protecting me in the bathrooms. Oh, you're a good man. You're a good man. Thank you, Rami. Oh, we loved it. Look, I'll be honest with you. This is all about opening up the phone lines and people telling me how much they've lost control of their dogs mm. to make me feel better about what a bad dog parent I am. Bad that, that's it. Because he needs you. I've lost complete control. <laughs> Yesterday, I don't, I don't know if you're entirely surprised when you got a Dalmatian no. and they started calling her the Dalmaniac. Yes, it was kind of you knew what you were getting in for. Indeed, the dog park that I was at yesterday it was kind of nice because whilst I'd lost control of Florence, everyone else in the dog park had clearly lost control of their dog as well. <laughs> so Florence goes up to a a lovely little fella. And I knew as soon as I saw what was in this kid's hand that this was not going to end well. Right. So the tail's wagging and he's got his breakfast in a brown paper bag. Well, that didn't last long in his hand. Well, one of the favourite things I think Florence loves is the packaging. Oh, she does. I mean, she swallowed that chocolate chip muffin that was wrapped in cling wrap. She has. That's and right. And she threw the whole thing down. She stole it from someone else's picnic rug, Pete. Yes, she and did. threw it down her gullet. Now, I want, I want to. I want to express here. I'm not proud of this. She's a, she's a big dog, and a, although she would never hurt a soul, I recognise there are people who are scared of dogs, and that can't look good mm. when there's an animal coming stealing your muffin. But right. she wanted the cling wrap, she she want- and, and so brown paper bag. I mean, it was just rag to a bull. And don't think, and I don't want anyone to think I'm a you know a soft touch here. I I had a very serious talking to her. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, yeah, sure, yeah. sorry, I'll, I'll I'll pull my head in, <laughs> really right? Really on board. Yeah. So then I poached some chicken breast. That's right. I'm a, I'm a very modern man. Poached some chicken breast last night. There were three three breasts cooling uh, on the uh, kitchen bench. Mm-hmm. I turned my head for a second. How many did she get? She got one, but like a full chicken breast, right? She's on the stairs. It's too hot for her, so she can't eat it, and she's trying to eat it but can't. Did you go five-second rule and just wash that carpet off? Of course I did. (laughs) What do you think's in my sandwiches this morning? No, no, seriously, it was disgraceful, and I chucked her outside. For you know, about seven minutes, and then got her back in. But I, I don't know. What I mean, we do. laugh, but it is, it is awful, isn't it? Like when your dog is out of control like that, it's kind Ooh. of you have to find it endearing because otherwise you'd get really angry at them. That's it. And I, and I, I try to, but I can't. And when I look around at the humans that are in the house and how much we haven't got our life together, <laughs> I figure actually she fits in quite well. <laughs> <laughs> so dog problems this morning. Look, Ollie's in chittering. Ollie, can you make me feel better, please? Yeah, so um, I'm into the American-style sort of barbecue smoked meats. And uh-huh. you've got this, um, oh, Ollie, have you met Pete? Pete, Ollie, Pete, Ollie. you guys are destined to be friends. We should catch up. You're definitely <laughs> probably in your mid-30s and you play a bit of golf as well. Looking forward to it. <laughs> definitely, definitely in my mid-30s. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not into golf, he'll get you in. What's happening, uh, bud? 
So I, um, you know, brisket's not cheap, and um, no. I got this like four and a half, five kilogram brisket. I think it's over one hundred and twenty dollars worth or something. Mm-hmm. And um, spent the day about twelve, thirteen hours cooking this brisket, smoking it, <laughs> monitoring the temperatures, <laughs> all that, uh, making sure it is as perfect as possible. Yep. And we took it inside to let it rest, and um, went and put something on the telly. Me and the wife and. Um, Frank, the dog's come in the bedroom and he's looking a little bit guilty. Uh, ears down, like something's wrong. Yeah. We've gone, right, gone outside and he's eaten the whole brisket. The whole <laughs> Four or five kilos. Oh, and was his, were his ears down only because he didn't feel that you cooked it as well as you thought you cooked it? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's still trying to digest it today. And this I've... is like four years ago. <laughs> I, bet he is. I wanted Ollie to go, and it's a chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shale, good morning. What's your dog problem? Um, I got a nine month old cattle dog, and in the last week, he's learned how to open our back door so he can get inside during the day. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> I mean, genius. Yeah. How's he going with his opposable thumbs? Everything's fine. Well, yeah, I've been blaming the kids for leaving the door open, but I was sick on Friday, and he decided he was going to open the door and come in and say hello. <laughs> oh, that's genius. <laughs> Cassandra and Quinana, dog problems? Morning. Morning. This has happened twice. My dogs, I've had, you know, the big packs of Arnott's assorted cream biscuits. Oh, you know yeah. them well. Back of the bench, got home from work, and twice I've had them down. Wow. Now, the only thing I want to ask, Cassandra, is much like human beings when they have the assorted pack of creams, is there one biscuit that the dog's just not eating? Yeah, you know the chocolate ones with like the chocolate cream on the inside? Yeah. Didn't touch them. <laughs> <laughs> That was Pete, Matt and Kimber for Elite Pool Covers. Swim warmer for longer. Next 94.5.